feel that sometimes your life or those of a loved one are complicated and out of control? You're not alone. Welcome to In the Ring with Mia, featuring five-time world and international boxing champion Mia St. John. Mia and her guests will share stories and invite open discussions about topics that need to be discussed. You'll be empowered to find help or be help. Now, here's your host, Mia St. John. Welcome. You're in the ring with Mia, and I'm your host, Mia St. John. I also have uh, an amazing guest that you guys have heard before, my daughter, Paris St. John. Hello, Paris. Hi. (laughs) So we're excited to be here today, and I have um, some pretty exciting news. And before we get into uh, what we're going to talk about today, um, I don't know. I know everybody's going through this whole COVID thing and and the pandemic. Everybody is, um, everybody's suffering, you know, in their own way, and I'm, I'm kind of like a rebel. Like I hate wearing the mask, but I do it when I have to. And I'm also like, I'm so against the shutdown because I feel like it's destroying California's economy. And I can only speak for California, but, um, you know, like for example, Gold's gym was shut down in all of our gyms, but our gym Golds has not had one single case and yet they were shut down. So I feel like to destroy the economy for businesses who have never even had one single case is just, it's ridiculous. And it's, it's, it's hurting people, you know, it's hurting us. So, but on, on a happier note, so guess what you guys, guess where I'm going this weekend? Drum roll, please. Drum roll. I'm going to the beautiful red state of Idaho <laughs> because Idaho is open. So guess what? I'm going to get my nails done. Oh, my God. For all you girls out there, you can sympathize. I need a fill like freaking crazy. Paris, don't my nails look terrible? <laughs> I mean, I look at my toes. Oh, my God. I'm so embarrassed. But anyway. That's just the least of our appearance problems today right now. <laughs> I know. I know. But we won't go into that. Um, so, yeah. I'm or get... will we? Will we call each other out? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Paris, your hair looks lovely. <laughs> She's got a bathrobe tied over her head. Okay. So, I here's. Was... I was only kidding. We didn't really need to go that far. You didn't need to do me that dirty. Yeah. <laughs> just don't make fun of how I haven't even bathed. I, well, I uh, worked out this morning, ran like three miles in the hot sun, and I have not taken a shower. So I hope you can't smell me. <laughs> so, okay. Okay. So uh, uh, on that point, there's another reason I'm going. Gyms are open. So I'm going to go get the best workout in restaurants are open and they're kind of open here too, but you have to sit outside in like a parking lot or on the sidewalk. And, um, it's just like, it's not the same. So anyway, I'm going to go have amazing dinner with my childhood best friend. Is that crazy or what? I have not seen her. We were like adding up the years and she's like, Oh my God, do you realize, realize it's been like 30 years junior high school. 
I just can't believe like it's been that long. So anyway, I'm going to meet up with her. I'm going to see my brother who owns um, Bodies in Motion in Boise, Idaho. And it's this like this huge, amazing center that you can, um, you can do Taekwondo, you can do kickboxing, you can do boxing, you can do mountain climbing, you can do um, all sorts of things. So um, I'm going to do that. And yeah, so I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. But anyway, let's get into our topic. Here's what I really wanted to do with you guys last week. Um, but because of scheduling problems, like I wasn't able to be on the show live. Um, so that's why we did a repeat. But what I wanted to do last week, which I'll do now, is I've every time like I get sad or depressed, which has been a lot lately because of the whole COVID thing and my, you know, my 12-step meetings were shut down, my AA meetings. So that's been really hard. Um, we're allowed to have like no more than 10. Um, but so that leaves us with few and far between choices. So um, anyway, I go to my like favorite authors to like cheer me up. And, and there's one that like has made me laugh like ever since I was a kid. And if you're my age, you know who she is. It's Irma Bombeck. And if you're Paris's age, you probably wouldn't know of her, but she was just hilarious. She just talked about her whole life and put it into um, jokes and on serious notes too, because she, she was serious at times, but she always made sense to me. Um, and I'm going to start with one of her quotes that I love and Paris doesn't know what quote it is. Um, because I decided I wasn't going to tell her, and then we could just talk about it. So don't look, Paris. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a lot to say on it, um, and I'm sure she will too. Okay, so one of her quotes is, when I stand before God at the end of my life, I would hope that I would not have a single bit of talent left and could say I used everything you gave me. Wow. And I really had to think about that. I had to think about that um, because I thought that I had lived every dream I'd ever had in my whole life. You know, I became a five-time world champion and because I always wanted to be Rocky Balboa since I was a kid. And, you know, I, I thought, I you know, I married the man of my dreams. Oh, my God. And I had the most beautiful wedding. I had the most beautiful kids. I always wanted a son and a daughter. And guess what? Like, that's what God gave me. I had a son and a daughter and it's crazy. And I always wanted the boy to be first and the daughter second, because I wanted the boy to stick up for his sister and help his sister out Mm -hmm. in life. And so I was always really grateful for that. But then I thought, but did I really, uh, like I'm 53 now and have I really used everything that God gave me. And I, I had to say to myself, I really hadn't. There's so many things that are still left to do that I've wanted so badly to do. Um, like I've always been obsessed with like being a musician. Cause I think I was a musician. I think I was a rock star in my last life or I'm going to be a rock star in my next life. But anyway, so I realized that there was a lot of things that I hadn't done. I live vicariously through my daughter because she is a musician. And I I just, I love it when she sings and 
plays an instrument. And I just wish that like, that's something like I would have done in my life. And it wasn't that I didn't try. I did try to play. I played the guitar. I played the violin. But I always gave up on it too soon where my daughter hasn't. And so I think, well, I mean, God, I'm only 53. I still have time to do those things, right? Anyway, so Paris would. No, no, no. Keep going. Oh, Paris wants me to keep going. But, yeah, so I. And, and that, and that's like, I want to pose to the audience that question. Like if you really sit and think about it, have you used all the tools and the talents that God gave you and why not? Why aren't you doing that? Like what is stopping you? And, and I, and that's, I had to ask myself that too. Like in Paris, you can just jump in. You don't have to ask, just jump in when you want. Mm. Uh, you could just interrupt me because I can. Well, I'd have I, I, to. I I'd have babble. to jump on your mic because that's the kind of style we're doing right now is we're literally sharing the mic. It's like we are the definition, like the exact epitome of sharing the mic. I know that's been a trend in social media um, when the protests started happening and people wanted to raise awareness about Black Lives Mattering. And so they did something called Share the Mic where they would have somebody who actually was like, could represent that experience and um, give people, raise people's awareness through their own personal experience. You know, somebody would pass the mic, so to speak, to somebody who is a better representation to talk about that subject matter. And um, we are actually um, sharing the mic right now. So I would hardly yeah. consider myself a guest. I'm more and like the pass, background. Passing the mic. Person. Yeah, passing the mic. Um, yeah, which is kind of like also why we weren't, so much going to do the show today, like last week. And I know it's important to be consistent, but sometimes you need more of a break um, in order to really give your best. And um, I think showing up obviously is your best. You know, you do the best that you can do. Um, But definitely I think the nature of a lot of people's work these days is like, you know, kind of um, not at its optimum level. But what did they say? That showing up is half the battle. Yeah, it is. Right? Yeah. So we did that. And um, even if we're showing up, like even just to show up on our couch, which is like where we are, like, sorry to like break the, maybe the, um, The yeah, the the, the mystery. (laughs) Where are we? And that's, I think, COVID. where a lot of people are these days. And um, I, I barely even could make it to the couch at 2 p.m. Like, honestly, I barely, like, the only reason why I brushed my teeth, what, well, I did it. The only reason why was because I knew I would be sharing the mic with my mom and I didn't want to offend her with bad breath. <laughs> you have so, lovely breath. <laughs> Because I knew I was going to be close to my mom. So and I literally, I, I just wanted to be and sweaty from a workout this morning. And I so. guess we, you know, and that's just unconditional love that a mother and daughter has. But I had to meet the bare minimum. I'm like, okay, what can I do for getting, before getting ready for this show? The, the, the very, the very least I could do are the essentials, like brush my teeth. Um, I do have a bathrobe tie over my head. So. Which looks very cute. <laughs> 
we'll take a picture. <laughs> to hold, and post it's to, it it's to hold my hair. No, that we will not be doing. Saying it on a podcast or this radio show is enough. L- seeing it is just too much. Um, yeah, to hold to hold my hair back, which um, you know I couldn't really give myself a rating of ten in that department. Um, but I'm dressed not very much, but I have it covering all, you know, the important parts. All the essential um, parts. <laughs> so that I really didn't have to, like, um, traumatize Which my mom she during normally this. doesn't, you guys. Like, my daughter's the one. She's such a free, I'm a free spirit. spirit. She likes to walk around naked. Yeah. And I'm, like, the total opposite. My goal in life is to one day change that about society. And I know, like, you're thinking, like, this already tried to happen in the 70s. Like, you aren't the first person to think of that, you know. But truly, I do feel like it's more than just a trend. I feel like eventually people are going to have to become more and more comfortable in their own skin. And that's, well, you're, just, you're that's one that, just our evolution. Yeah. And you're one that not to get off. But my, also, I'm late. Sorry. Not I'm to totally get off, you off my Bur- Irma, my Burma Bombay. I know. My, I'm my like, Irma Bombay. I'm like, let's, let's shift gears. Let's do a hard left. Wait, she always thinks like she's creating something new, which she usually is. But it, it, so it's like my daughter. Before. Yeah. Like my daughter <laughs> likes to walk around naked, which of course we did that in the 70s. Or not me because I was too little. Well, also, but, but do you remember I'm the really burning lazy, of the bras? And I don't have a job right now. Do you remember the so. burning of the bras? In the no, 70s. I don't. Did you read about it? No, but it makes sense. Women like, all this got is together. Our, these are our body pro- parts. Why do we need to be ashamed? You know, I barely wear bras. And if you have seen me, like, you probably know that. You're like, yeah, I could tell that was one of, that's part of your personality traits. Like, like I'll, I, I remember going to Disneyland to, like, meet, like, my sister, like, my stepmom. You know, it's, like, a very, like, family-oriented environment. And, like, I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but I just like vividly remember an image of like me wearing like a white ass tank top, like super tight and like no bra. And, like I was like self-conscious, like once I got into that environment because I was like, you know, oh, like I'm not like, you know, I, I am surrounded by like a bunch of kids now, but I just want to get over that, you know, like this, I guess my, my main attitude when I walk around is like, this is just, um, not just me, but this is just like who we are as like human beings. So right. let's move past this, please, because I'm going nowhere with that. Let's, but let's, yeah, I'm not the first to invent it. But I think, you know, we all deserve like to, every, we all have the right to do what we want with yeah. our bodies. And that will be a common, um, that will be something that we all sh- share and should share like throughout our history. It's not like a trend, you know, it's just. But I think it's people about around like the attitude of like the seventies, like the free spirit. Yeah, and I think that freedom. came back around with millennials and Gen mm-hmm. Z. Gen Z is way further ahead than millennials. I think like, I think it's a positive direction that we're going in. Yeah. They're just being so much more confident and just like being the fuck who the fuck they want to be. Yeah. You know, I so, think so too. This is an X-rated radio show today. Sorry if there's any kids listening because so no, a lot of curse do, words and no bras. But Mom, we you're do, not wearing a bra today either. I've never heard a bra today We're both but wearing we do, white shirts. But, but, no we, but we do have sponsors. And speaking of our sponsors, before we get into my oh, Irma yeah, did Bombic. You, yeah, before we get into that much later. I mean, gosh, you really had to dive into the deep shit right away. It catch me off guard. You're like, Paris, what do you have to say about that? I'm like, Mom, please d- continue. You, you keep spilling your thoughts while I... I take time to think about it. Anyway, okay. did you ask the producers if yes. we could do our own? So yes, we're doing. So we're gonna do our Yay. own live commercials. Um, 
And one of them is my favorite cosmetic dentist, Dr. It's Lawrence. It's also your favorite person. It, very yes. fond of. He's a great he's, person. He's a great person. He is my dentist. Um, he is a dentist to the stars. He is in Beverly Hills. He's case, my dentist too. He's her dentist too, which reminds me. Yeah. I just had an appointment and that kind of is why. Invisalign. Yes. This my is, daughter's doing Invisalign. My personal experience with um, Dr. Rifkin in Beverly Hills, whom has been a dear friend of ours um, for years. So we've gotten to know him, not just like what he does as a, uh, in, in his profession, but as a person. And um, all around, like he lives up to the standard. Um, yeah. And um, it's because of my personal experience lately that I got the idea that for us to just talk about the commercials, because I think yeah. it just like really hits home even more. And it's just like more authentic and, and just real. So I went in for my appointment um, a week ago um, just to just to check up. And also I'm just ready to kind of like help my teeth look as best as it can. And so, of course, the first person I think of is to go to him. And he's just great. He's again, like he's just a he's a really good person, but also like full of personality. He's so funny. So it's so hard to go into a dentist office and like feel comfortable. But with Dr. Rifkin um, or you can call him Larry, um, you go in there and because he just makes you feel so comfortable because he's he funny. He treats everybody like a celebrity. He's yes. Yes. He, 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 he's knowledgeable about everything that he's doing. He's experienced. He's been in the practice for so many years. Um, so it's just an all around like great package. And when you go in there, you feel like you're getting the best at every, in every area. Um, and he just talks you through it, laughs you through it. And we came up with a plan and he's got great references. So he's not going to do like the orthodontal or the orthodontics. I don't know how to say that work on my teeth. Um, he, he specializes yeah. in veneers and smiles. Um, but he also does my lips. He makes my lips look really pretty because he is an artist. And if you want to get a hold of him, go to Dr. And that Lawrence. was my mom, by the way. I know it's hard to tell the difference, but um, so, you know, my mom, I don't have any fillers. I'm all natural. Both are so, obviously your choice. Do what you want with your body. Because <laughs> she's in her 20s. That's why. Um, but go to DrLawrenceRifkin.com in Beverly Hills. If you want to schedule your appointment for a great experience like we've had with him. <laughs> and now let's, okay, let's get back to my, what I've been dying to talk about for the last two weeks is my Irma Bombeck quotes because I love her so well, much. Maybe I'm dying to talk about like my own quotes too. Like somebody oh, else okay. is like, you do you know? have a quote? Oh shit. And I put you on the spot. Tell me a quote. Right. <laughs> Tell me a quote. No, I think I just, I don't know. I think there's like so much to be said just about like what we're doing right now. Like the fact that I haven't been on this show in a long time, um, I don't know. I feel like I just need to clear the air, like some elephants in the room that maybe are only apparent to me. Like people are like, yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like I said earlier, like I'd hardly, now I feel like people are going to think I'm being selfish because I Why? keep knocking you off your Irma Birnbeck horse. So I, can... I know. Just, but you I know, know what's so I just wasn't funny prepared is, to go into that. I know, that but you know what? It's like, it kind of makes sense. I mean, I was sitting here thinking like, who the hell remembers Irma Bombeck? And this is such a world of the millennials now. I feel like I'm so like out of touch. But still, she had no, some good, she had here, some good stuff. 
here's the thing. I value what you teach me, you know, and, um, <laughs> I just, for a second, I got like self-conscious cause I feel like I'm sounding like I value what you teach me. Um, no, I, you, you share things with me. Like you're like the missing link for me. Like you were, you know, you like put the puzzle pieces together with me and then like, it helps me in my life, you know? Right. Like, and, but um, as far as like on the show today, I, I love you talking about that and it totally relates to me. Um, I don't feel like I'm comfortable going right into that. Um, I feel like there's like an order of events as far as like for me to get into the heart of that. If you want to know, you know, how that applies to me, like with the quote, um, giving your passions in life. And I, and I feel like it's got to build up to that for me anyway, if you want to take the mic and keep talking about that, but I think we can kind of like gradually get there. Yeah. You know, where it's yeah. like, cause and that's like literally me- the climatic point of today. And it's kind of like, how can we like build up, um, to get to that point of like giving your gifts, well, you know, and, and so that brings I just need me, to like get other okay, things off my chest that, before I get into that. Well, then let me just bring you to my next quote of Irma Bombeck, <laughs> which relates to what you just staying, said. Staying true to your, your theme. She says, she says, it is not until you become a mother that your judgment slowly turns to compa- compassion and understanding. I could see that. And it's true. It's like, um, you know, Paris is telling me like, she's, you know, her opinions and concerns about going right into what I was talking about. And instead of being judgmental, you know, because I'm a mother, I have more compassion and understanding, you do. which is what you are the definition. Of <laughs> you embody motherhood. And so, so should I just roll into the next one? Into <laughs> the next quote, it, go for it. You're on a roll. I'm on a roll. I love her. Okay, so she says it takes a lot of courage to show your dreams Mm. to someone else. And yeah, I would have thought when I first read that, like, no, I am not afraid to show anyone. I lived my dreams and it's so easy. But then I realized like, like, no, it's, it's really hard. I, you guys, I have to share with you something I did um, this week. Um, which is one of my dreams. And I'll tell you, it was the har- one of the hardest things like I have had to do. Um, I, you know, one of my dreams is I, I want to work in mental health. You know, I, my livelihood was as a fighter, you know, the majority of my, I mean, my whole adulthood. Um, so to think I can do anything different is, I think there's a voice in my head that says, who do you think you are? Like, no, you're just a dumb boxer. You got hit in the head for a living. Like, no, you cannot do anything else. But then I remind myself, my higher consciousness, my higher self says, Mia, you have a degree in psychology. You've been a mental health advocate for many years. That's all you read about. That's all you talk about. (laughs) So I thought, well, why can't I do that? So you know what I did? I called Congresswoman Napolitano, who is a... Um, good friend of mine because I, I endorsed her Mental Health in Schools Act um, with Meta World Peace. And so I was to make that call was so hard. You know, Paris, how like you're, you talk about like how 
your singing and your dancing to to put that out there. So I was like shaking in my boots. And in fact, every time I called her, like I would hang up like, no, I can't do it. Finally, she just kept, really? yeah. And finally, she just kept calling me back. And she's like, Mia, like, call me. And so finally, I was like, ah. And I said, Grace, her name is Grace Napolitano. I said, I want to know if you could help me with something. And, and I told her, you know, my dream is like, you know, I'm done with my career. And I really want to work in the mental health field. And can you help me? You know, whether that means fighting for, um, for the rights of the mentally ill, suicide prevention, um, addiction, um, or running for office. You know, I just, it it was humbling to say, I need your help. Um, And I did it. And I did it. And I got all sorts of help. And and I've been talking to Department of Mental Health in LA County and a lot of other agencies uh, like Dee Dee Hirsch and NAMI. And I'm just, I'm really excited. And, and it really did take a lot of courage. And I never would have thought that. Like, how hard is that to call someone and say, you know, I need help with this. But it really is. It's, it was, I was shy and like a little embarrassed. And um, because like I said, you know, I'm a professional boxer. Like I, I just pictured people saying, Ugh, like, what do you know about politics and what do you know about reform? And, um, but I've lived it. I've lived that life. You know, um, I lost my son. Paris lost her brother to suicide. We lost her father. Um, so, and, and our, my son had schizophrenia and addiction, uh, suffered from addiction. So, and her father with alcoholism. So, we do, we have personal experience and a lot to give. And I have to remember that, that Paris, like we have a lot to give to the world, right? Like our job is not done. We, we are here to do something, to accomplish something, to, to make change. And yours might be different than mine. Mm -hmm. Like I want to go into mental health reform, whereas you want to do it through your music. Right. And, and I both seem scary. Yeah, exactly. Daunting. Right. Right. Um, Yeah, because everybody, even though like we're all human beings and we share this human experience and we might like have similar experiences, um, everybody has their own thing. Everybody has to walk like the path of life themselves. So like in that sense, we're all different. And um, some of us feel like more different than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but by the way, it's Paris talking. I don't know if you can tell the difference between our voices. <laughs> I think they can tell the difference for sure. I don't know. Some some radio shows like like when I listen to, never mind, I'm not going to sh- shift uh, subjects, but I'll get back to that. Um, yeah, I'm excited to be on the show today. So <laughs> there's like, just a few different things. But um some, some of us feel more like, di- like we're different, more different than others. Mm-hmm. And you still like, no matter how different you are, like you have just as many strengths as like any, as the strongest person, the most, right. you are just as capable as the most capable person in the world. And like, nobody can do exactly what you can do. So you do have to find like, um, you know, what your strengths what, are. Yeah. And be okay, like with your weaknesses and like know that your weaknesses like are your strengths as well. 
you know, because like what you might think, like the experiences you've been through, the traumatic events, like you can always like turn what you used to think was negative or what you think is negative um, into um, a new new adventure, I like to call it. You know, like what's that lemony lemony snickets that um, my sister, your aunt loves? Where's um, all about it's quotes our, today? Yeah, it's uh, what seems like a series of an unfortunate events Turns might to be a journey. A new, or no, a new you journey. just. I just screwed that up. Should I look it up? No. Lemony Snicket quote. Turns out to be like the, a series of unfortunate events, like t- g- turns out to be like a new adventure or something like yeah. that. And that's um, how I try to look at it. Like, like especially with this COVID thing and yeah. I've had all my talks canceled. Um I have a book coming out and I can't even do book signings and um, I've lost my programs from my foundation. And so, but I've had to see, okay, what does the universe want me to learn from this? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And how can I turn this into a positive? And it dawned on me that, you know, my higher voice said, well, what do you want to do? And I thought, Mm -hmm. I really want to work in mental health. I really want to devote my life Mm -hmm. and my passion is that. And so, yeah, what seemed like a series of unfortunate events was really the making of my new journey. Yeah. You know, and I just made that quote of myself. I just ended (laughs) that last half of the quote in my own words. Because you're so experienced. I'm going to look it up. You're you're becoming a quote maker yourself. I know. You continue while I find that lemony snicket quote. Well, yeah. Just I just want to confirm, go back to why you're talking about living your dream and, and, you know, getting past the daunting part, you know, so that you can live your dream. Um, It is it it goes back to the original quote that it's what is it that it's scary the most scary thing you can do is something like that. Um, is to, <laughs> we're, we're like, mom, doing, go back to the thing. I know. I'm trying to find it. Just that it, the scariest thing you can do is show your dreams to somebody else. And yes. to me, that's like the same as like sharing like who you are um, and like who you want to be. Um, and it is and, because you your fear like that people will think like, oh, like what makes you think? you're so good or, you know, okay. So here's the quote. Here's the quote at times going to a different quote now. So no, 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 this was, this this was the quote, but wait. Oh, Oh, okay. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. At times the world, this this is the entire, yes, it is. This is the entire quote. Just read the last part. Yeah. But I want to read the entire thing. Okay. I'm going to read the entire thing, but the ending is what we were trying to quote. At times, the world may seem unfriendly and sinister place, but believe that there is much more good in it than bad. All you have to do is look hard enough. And what might seem to be a series of unfortunate events may in fact be the first steps of a journey. Hmm. That's not how I remembered it, but I guess that, I mean, it's written right in front of us. So there might be different like versions of it, but we get the gist. Yeah. I love that. Because sometimes that the world does seem like, I think especially now we're in COVID and everybody's so freaking cranky. It's sometimes the world does seem like unfriendly and sinister and 
got scolded by a lady the other day because she was getting in the elevator and I wasn't wearing my mask. Yeah. She's like, how selfish of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, For me, like, it's so mean. Yeah, I know. It's, it's easy to feel like the world is against you sometimes or like, right. It's unfair or, um, like it's, it's just hard for you to be happy. And, you know, and sometimes we come up with like all these excuses, but like, I think the bottom line is like learning how to like love yourself for who you are, like we've been talking about. And so for me, it's scary to be like my personality type, which is partly the reason like why I don't really um, appear on my mom's show consistently um, or really appear like anywhere um, where I'm talking, like any like speaking engagements or social media, because my person, like, well, first of all, I, I would, I would attribute that to my passions, like what I'm passionate about and what I'm not passionate about. And then like my personality type. And I think at some point in your life, you have to um, assess like what your biggest passion in life is and we can throw in the word another word that starts with a p because we're all for alliteration right now um like prioritize so at some point it's like it, it was healthy for me to prioritize my passions and for me and and then that goes into like my personality type so for me my passion is um music and that's my that's like my language um and i think we all have like a certain language that we speak in the world and that um, and, and that, and we all have our own dreams, you know, based off of like our passions, um, our language, our personality types. And you just have to learn how to like embrace that and know that you don't have to like fit in, in every single way. Right. Um, and you can have your own language. And um, for me, my personality type is introversion. So it would make sense that like music is my language because it's something that, you know, I do kind of like with myself, like I speak to myself, you know, like I go into my emotions and into my inner world and my thought process. Um, and I, and I speak the, that, I communicate in that way and in a way that you're not really going to go out into the world um, and, and do on an everyday basis. Um, But that, but you can end up being able to share that gift um, with the world, but it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's not like every single, we don't live in like a musical. And sometimes like, I wish we did, you know, like, um, sometimes you have to be okay with being the only one like speaking your language and then trust that there are people that will understand that or people that are like, I speak that language too. Um, so, and I want to give an example of like introversion, like versus like extroversion. So like introverts, like versus extroverts. And, and it's not like one is good or bad. Like it's just a different, it's just, they're just different. Um, So like, like there are so many like artists out there and you might notice that they might not be great at every single other thing. They might just be great at what they're doing. And that's kind of like what we come into this earth, like for anyway, is to like be 
a specific person, you know, we don't have mm-hmm. to be the jack of all trades. And if you are like all the better, you know, like maybe that's your personality type. And so like that goes into what I'm trying to say about introverts and extroverts, like introverts might be, you know, good at like one language, but not something else. If you've ever like seen them be on an interview, like kind of like I am right now, like speaking, like, it's not like, you know, it's not what we do best. And even if we might get by, it might not be something we enjoy. You know, you might see like the best musician give an interview. Um, and it doesn't, tr- maybe like their quality of like communication, like doesn't translate from their music or from their art or from their acting into like maybe speaking. And that doesn't mean that you, you don't like judge the person. It doesn't mean that, that they're actually not the same person you know, it's just that they have a really great language and you want them to have a specific thing. So we should embrace all different personality types um, and, yeah, you know, all different types of um, people and, and, and their dreams and their, and their art or just whoever they are. Um, extroverts, you know, might be really good at, um, you know, in, in, in comparison to, to introverts, extroverts might be really great at like being able to speak multiple languages and get along with all sorts of people and, and fit in everywhere. And that's a skill in and of itself, but they might not be so extreme in, in one area, you know, but that's their gift. Maybe their gift is speaking multiple languages. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Not like, not like literally, but like figuratively. And like maybe the introvert's gift is like speaking one language. So that kind of explains like why I'm not always like speaking and and sharing myself with social media because like I find that I'm happiest like when I, I and I prioritize um, my passions like um, based off of like my when I'm doing. I find that that I find that I'm happiest um, when I prioritize my passions and stick to like what really makes me feel good, even if it doesn't translate to every single person. Right. Um, Someone will, you'll connect with someone. There's someone out there that, and that's why like we have so many different personalities and, and we all connect with different people, you know, people that we have a certain crowds in our circle and and that's for a reason. Um, But right now, you know what I want to talk about? I would like to, give a shout out and talk about one of our sponsors, Step Up on Second. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, who, okay, so Step let's Up share on our, Second. Let's share our personal experience. I had a program in um, one of our homeless facilities in Santa Monica. And they're actually, Step Up on Second is nationwide. And they have facilities everywhere. So, and not only do they provide shelter, housing, but they also provide um, mental health for our clients. So, and I had a a program there that right now is not running because of COVID, but it will be again. Um, But it's a fitness meditation yoga program and they are just so amazing. So if if you want to donate to them or find out more information about them, you can go to www.stepuponsecond.org. You can yeah. also go to my foundation to read up on my programs at Mia Saint John or www.miasaintjohnfoundation.org. Yeah, and Step Up is something that we um, personally like. Like we have a personal investment, yeah. like with 
like emotionally um, because it's a part of our cause. Like we want to raise awareness about people that might be suffering like with mental health issues um, and or what like addiction, homelessness. Yeah. And that goes, that also like goes to what I was saying before we started talking about our sponsor step up, um, which is, you know, everybody has their own gift that we give to the world. Right. We don't judge them for what they can't give. We see what they're here to give. Right. Um, and so just because somebody might have an addiction or just because somebody's homeless or just because somebody might have like, a, appears to have like some like mental health um, issue um, that, that, that doesn't mean that um, they, they don't have anything to give. They do stop, mm-hmm. do this, try this. When you see a homeless person, you don't have to give them money. But stop and talk to them. Find out their name, where they're from, what their situation is, however much they want to give. Some are very private. But sorry, you guys, that's my phone. Um, So find out, talk to them. You know, you'd be amazed because what you'll find is that you're not going to have a dull conversation. You're going to have a meaningful conversation nine times out of ten um because they they're not watching TV so they're not going to be talking about a baseball game or the Kardashians or they're going to be talking about real stuff right life stuff um and I have great conversations with them they're I consider them my friends I mean they're the people that I like to talk to best because we talk about the world and the meaning of life and and God and the universe, and by God I mean um, our higher consciousness. Um, we talk about those things, you know, real meaningful things. So, if you want more information, again, go to www.stepuponsecond.org. Yeah, they're in Santa Monica, and they're everywhere. They're national. Oh, that's really yeah. Great. So yeah. anyway, okay, so let's get back to our our uh, uh, Irma Bombeck. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see. She's got so many. Well, that you don't die with any passions buddy. left in you, in your gifts. Yeah. I think that's the the main thing we can take away from it is that, um, like, the first quote is you use all the gifts that God gave you. And, right. and, and sometimes and, it's and hard not, isn't not it? to feel bad about who you right. are, like what we've been talking about, like, this whole time. Like, don't see your lack. You know, but see. isn't it? But isn't it sometimes really hard to see your gifts? Definitely. That's why sometimes you need to take time off from like trying to fit in with everything and, and prioritize. Like what? Like what am I best at? What do I love the most? And know that we are in a day and age more so than ever where we can like the like we can do that. Right. You know, and and there's more encouragement. And I mean, I think no matter what era you were born in, no matter how far back in the past, like we always had the right um, to be, you know, to give our gifts. But I think we're really in a place like where we don't don't have many other excuses. Like with COVID. So make it happen. Because we're sitting at home and we're not allowed to gather like that should, or if you're off work, like that gives you plenty of time, time to yeah. think about what you are, really are, what are my gifts? What are my hobbies? What do I love to do? What am I passionate about? And do it. Like we certainly have the time now and I'm guilty of that too. So uh, 
one of the things like I, I wanted to do for so long is, is learn the guitar. And I learned it when I was a kid. And for some reason I just can't play anymore, but um, it's not like riding a bike. <laughs> um, so that's one of the things I'm going to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, but you have to sit and think about it because <clears throat> Sorry. Without letting the world like distract you and influence who you think you should be. Right. You sit back and you actually ask yourself, what do I want? Right. And there's always that. And get in touch with who you are. What what are your gifts? There's always the insecurity that I won't do it well. Yeah. You know, like what if like I'm embarrassed for people to hear me practice, right? Yeah. But if it's your passion, it's your it's what you're possessed by. It's your possession. Well, okay. I don't think possession translates the same as possessed. Um, if you're possessed. Yeah. And that is like a, a quote close to home from my very own grandfather who once told me some words that just ended up sticking to my head, sticking to my mind. He said, you know, you got to be possessed by what you love doing. Like you got to be possessed by your passion. And like, I could get it conceptually at the time, but now um, I know, like now that I've been trusting like my passions even more and just like kind of forgetting like mom, what you just said, Mm -hmm. whether you're going to be good at it or not. Mm -hmm. um, And just trusting in your passion for it. Um, and you just kind of like you let all the thoughts go away and like go into like your heart, which is where the passion is. And I find that like um, I become kind of I think like the I really love now being in a place where I'm like possessed by right my passion, you know, and like that to yeah, me is the definition of like that. giving everything you have is like getting to the point where like you don't think anymore about it. You you don't you don't care anymore about um, what the world has taught you or what anybody else has taught you, you know, you just. um, Yeah. Like I, you know, my daughter knows that like, okay. So I've always had this passion for singing. Like I've my whole life, like I swear to God, either I was a singer, a rock star in my past life, or I'm going to be because I'm just obsessed with like being a rock, rock star. Like I daydream about it being a singer on stage and I, Paris will concur that I am probably the world's worst singer. Now I'm pretty bad. I'm pretty bad. Don't make me. No, I don't it. believe don't that. I don't know why it. she blames it on me. That's her own okay. thoughts. I, actually, every time that I have something to say about it, I think okay. that everybody knows how to sing. Everybody knows how to dance. It's just what, if you're passionate or not about it. And then also, um, it's just about feeling. Everybody can do those things. You just have to, you just have to well, believe that you I'll can. Well, I'll tell you, I did. And it's practice. I, I was brave enough to go on a TV show that they wanted me on to sing. And I got to pick the song and it was like a competition. And I sang um, When Doves Cry. Um, <laughs> the most memorable. And then I looked all over Twitter after the show and everyone was saying, boy, did she make those doves cry all right. We will never forget dig, such an experience mother had. will, a picture you and I embraced in a kiss. 
the sweat of your body covers me. I can't believe you remember the lyrics. See, can you have you, it in you. my darling, can you picture this? <laughs> okay. Let's take, let's so take your a point poll. is. Okay, so my point is, yes, it was pretty bad. And, and, and it was the worst rendition ever of When Doves Cry. But I did it because I was passionate about it. Mm-hmm. I stood up there and I sang. And... I do karaoke and I sing my heart out because I love it, but I got to know my strengths and it's probably something I'm not going to make a living at ever in this lifetime. And I just think you just have to keep going back to like, what's your passion? You know, if you're, if it's your passion, then you don't care about, or you, you get, well, it's you, you a have passion to practice that I not dr- I dream about, but it might not be. And, and this is what I tell people. Like I get, there's so many fighters that come into the gym that no matter how hard they train, no matter what they do, they could train hours and hours and hours. And it's just not the sport for them. Um, and it's okay. It's okay. Because we don't have to be good at everything we do, right? Like find your talents, find what you are good at, find what you do love. Um, and that goes the same with, you know, being really good at something, but not loving it. You know, you have to love it. Like I could be good at like, maybe like editing videos. Like my mom kind of like always just trying to encourage me, do this, do that. Like all these just different like skills that I may have shown like, um, that I was good at at some mm-hmm. point, but like, if it's not my passion, like I have to like really see like, okay, like what is my, like, what are my gifts that are going to make me happy giving to the world, you know, at just as much as like other people being happy. Right. Um, you know, so I mean, yeah. definitely experimenting, you know, but yeah. And we're about to close in about four minutes. So that's, I, I guess we could end on that subject is, which is what we started with Irma Bombeck. Like, did you use all the gifts that God gave you? And really looking within yourself for what your gifts are, what you're passionate and about. And play on that. Yeah. And, and you don't have to do what you're good at. Um, you can just do what you're passionate about yeah, like, and also like, just because you're not good at something right away doesn't mean that you're never going to be right. good at that. Like, and I'm somebody like, who I believes in different still, lifetimes. Right. So I think like, you know, even if like, you're not so good, like right now and like in this lifetime, like the work you put in right now, like what you never know, it could serve you in some mysterious future. Right. And honestly, like I, I guess I'm sure I'll never get paid for my singing, but that doesn't mean I still can't sing. I love it. And I could make it a hobby. And I and I do actually, like I sing in the car, I sing in the shower. Um, you can still do those things that make you happy, but you may not be like Mariah Carey. Um, and that's okay. Like, because we do, we all have gifts. It's just mm-hmm. a matter of finding what those gifts are. And sometimes like they're buried deep within you and you just don't know. And I find that meditation like really helps me like, like really dig deep and, and search for like, what do I really want? What do I really want? Remember that the universe wants to give you what you want. The universe loves you. If you ask the universe, 
to help you with something, um, you will find that you will get that help. You just have to be in tune with your body and the world around you. And you have to do the work of giving yourself what you want, you know, and, and being yourself and like loving yourself and, you know, sometimes God will give you tools. um, And by God, again, I mean, my higher power, the higher consciousness will give you tools and you just have to, you have to find them and you have to use them too. You can't let the, the ship sail on by, you know, it's kind of like, what's that quote or uh, that joke about the guy was sinking, uh, and he, and I'm not gonna help you out. The, I'm the, help, you the, the, hel- the helicopter <laughs> kept coming by, or the boat kept coming by. I don't know. And he was waiting for God yeah. to save him. Yes, he was waiting for God to save him. And and even though like but the the boat kept yeah, sailing by, yeah, there's so by many different and, opportunities yeah. for help. And the moral of the story is like God uses God might use you know, other people or situations to help you. And it might be in a way that you least expect. Yeah. Your gifts might be what you least expect. It's and you might have not thought that you were able to do it. Um, but yeah. lo, lo and behold, that may be the very thing you thought you weren't able to do is exactly what you were meant to do. So do it. Exactly. <laughs> so keep that in mind. And we will be with you again next week with some more, okay, maybe not I, I, Irma yeah. Bobbeck quotes, but we'll find, we'll find and, someone. And, and, you know, I might need to take some more breaks, you know, but I appreciate like every time that I'm able to, you know, share my heart. Um, but, you know, I might be off somewhere roller skating. All right. And <laughs> doing, hope you guys giving are doing my, your giving passion my gift too. in a different way. Exactly. Not everybody's gift have to do the same. You're, Love you guys. <laughs> you all, you're all your own gift. See to the you world. next week. Thank you for tuning into In the Ring with Mia. Be sure to join host Mia St. John for the next show on Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, you are one of the most important people in the world.